This is Prayer Room Companion, episode 25 for October 6, 2010. This ain't your grandfather's stewardship. Welcome to Prayer Room Companion. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald, and this week is clergy days, or was clergy days, uh, here in the diocese. So all the men who wear collars basically get together and uh, for good fellowship. And so Father Dickinson, uh, my normal co-host, is not here, but this week I am uh, joined by uh, somebody even better. Uh, Kevin Miles. Hi, Kevin. Hello there, Chris. Kevin, what's your job with the diocese? I can't remember. I'm the director of stewardship and also work in communications. That's right. So you communicate and you steward. Um, (laughs) Steward communicator. uh, Yes, that's good. (laughs) So Kevin, I I, I thought Kevin might be, well, first of all, Kevin's just a fun guy. So uh, uh, he'd be a good good, um, fill-in co-host, guest host, I guess would be the word. Guest host. Um, also, just the area of stewardship. Kevin and I, several years ago, did a presentation on stewardship and evangelization, and he and I have talked um, from time to time about how really they're they're not really kind of two sides of the same coin. I mm-hmm. guess we've yeah. talked about, uh, and they really go together. So, I, what I thought would be fun, and, and as I told Kevin before, and just to have a, a conversation about um, stewardship and what it is in its fullest sense, in a Catholic sense, uh, and how it relates to evangelization. So, Kevin, what is stewardship? Yeah. In a literal sense, um, you know, as the U.S. bishops lay it out, stewardship is uh, one who receives God's gifts gratefully, uh, cherishes and tends them in a responsible manner, and shares them in justice and love with others, uh, and returns them with increase to the Lord. And I just read that right off the right, right off the page. That comes from the U.S. bishops' uh, document on stewardship. You know, and what precipitated part of this conversation was me going and talking to a bunch of parents last night about faith formation. Mm. And stewardship was the topic. And uh, I, I really tell, st- state that, you know, state what the U.S. bishops say. And, I, and then I go look at the parents and I say, you know what it really is, though? It's you understand that your life is gift and how you live your life back to God is your thank you to God. Now, how are you living your life in your family? How are you responding to that? See, and that's where the stewardship is the, the understanding of your calling from God and responding to it. And I think that's where um, it gets the two sides of one coin, uh, evangelization and, and stewardship. Because it's, it's that calling that we go out and we, we, we respond to that gift. Right. And I think that's what, you know, last night I was talking to the parents is just, how do we respond like that within our families? And how do we respond and, and, and infuse our faith within our children as you go through your faith family, you know, your faith formation home lesson programs. Right. So it was, it was a, it was the beginning of a nice conversation. Or I shouldn't say it was kind of one-sided on my side. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice monologue that we had together. <laughs> we kind of, they kind of nodded their heads. And, you know, and I ask a question and I say, you know, teenagers talk more than you guys. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, wow. No. Um, so, okay, concretely, any examples maybe from your own life? I mean, you're, you're a, a husband and a father. Mm-hmm. Um, for maybe other families that you know, though. What is, okay, can we, you know, as me speaking as a, a catechist and a theologian, sometimes we, you know, live your life as gift. People are like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They go home and they, well, what does that mean? So what does that well, mean? What is that? Living your life as gift is actively always bringing it in your forefront that, that, that today God has gifted you with great um, 
the, being attentive to God's presence mm-hmm. in your world. And it's not, you know, it's being able to, as, at certain moments of your day, to be able to step back and say, I need to be thankful for that. And it's it's not so much oh wow, it's understanding just like the disciples call that sometimes you got to do some hard work and you got to do some labor and you always have to thank God. Life has to be lived as a prayer, and well, yeah. and you know and that's how you, as you go along that's a gift of returning back to the Lord, return with increase to the Lord. I, like I told him last night, I says when at the end of my days I'm not going to have a lot of money. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to have the treasure component of stewardship, which always gets focused on. Yep. I say, returning with increase to the Lord isn't Kevin going to be returning to his his heirs thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of, of increase. What I hope it is, it's living my life as a Christian disciple and that they've gained the knowledge of the Lord through my life. So they've gained an increase of just their faith life community. It, you know, it's, it's purposely... Living, living your life as gift is purposely living as community. Ooh. And when I work with my kids, I say, you know what? St. Lambert's, that's our parish. That's best your parish com- in the diocese. That's, it is. The, yeah, because yeah. it's our parish. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it may be the best parish in the world. Since, Could be. You know, you know since this is web podcast, you know. Right. We so just, I've, all we, you listeners everywhere, that this is the place to be. <laughs> it's, it's even. But anyway, I mean, but, you know, it's. It's a sense that they need to know their community and you need to build up that community and participate in that community. We are such isolationist. Everything is for the self and for me. Right. You know, it's, it's part of me always saying that my gift is to go out right. and to reach out. That's why in family life, and as I talked about last night, living your life is gift. And what I'm saying is that and a prayer back to God is the action, you know, like we always say with prayer, it's everything. It needs to be everything you do. We Catholics pray, you know, you know, pray in many different ways. You know, memorize prayer, but we also say our action mm-hmm. needs to be prayer. It's mm-hmm. our, our action is prayer to God. It's showing God that we're going doing good works, and that's why you try. I try to train my kids. Is that we go to the church and we do the work. Right. We participate because that's our community. That's our faith community. Right. And that's who we, where we draw our identity from, not just our home life, but also within our communal life. And that's also why I push for their school. Sure. You know, within their school. Now, I'm lucky they go to a great Catholic school. Um, but they'd have a challenge, larger challenge when they're in the public sphere. Right. And, and that's, I'm hopefully preparing them for that public going to the world. fear. And I have one in that public world, in the, right. in that, and I think she's a good example of a Christian disciple uh, reaching out and living her life as gift. I truly believe she is. Um, she, at least when our conversations, when she comes home, right. we have that. But that's, it's all, I think, and we're talking about Christian stewardship, is that ability to try to impart to your kids that it's all gift. Right. And, and, and through that, we live that gift out by doing these certain actions, these carry out these actions in our lives. When you talk, you're talking about that and how we live as a gift. I mean, it, it's because one thing that, that one of my big things that I like to, to, to remind people or tell people, sometimes they don't, they don't realize it. Um, right now, you and I are being thought and loved into an existence. Hmm. Right now, 
us, every everything around right now is being. I mean, to get sort of melodramatic, is being sustained <laughs> over the abyss of nothingness. Yeah, but just, literally, literally, God is thinking about and loving us into existence. Right, yeah. He just didn't create us in our mother's right. womb. Well, in your case, many, many, many years ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that was rude. But, but, no, but God created us, but continues to create. So our life literally is, I mean, what, what you said is not just, as you know, uh, it's not just a metaphor. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a metaphysical fact. It's real. It's true. I just right always now. hope God doesn't get distracted. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, there, dang, there, there, there you go. There was two falls. Oh, <laughs> the greatest parish in the world. <laughs> so, but, you know, that is absolutely true. It, it is. And it's not something, you know, you can you can really confuse people that way, too. You right. know, you can, especially your children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but it is amazing with your children how deep of conversations and metaphysical conversations you can have with them. Right. I mean, just, just having that 13-year-old talk to you about, okay, now God is, is – how do I know he's here? How do I know he's present? Sure. How do I know – you know, and talking about those things is said um, – and uh, – and to even talk about the whole timeline of heaven and purgatory, right, right, right. <laughs> and and it's it's fascinating because it's that ongoing conversation. These aren't conversations. Talking about gift, God's gift, is not a one-time thing. You're done with it, right? You know, it's each and every day because it's a way of life. It's, it has to it's be. It's not a lesson it's, to be learned. It's not. You know, in as much as you know, so many. I think so many people, and we get the caught in that, and I get caught up in it. That every day you're just trying to pay the bills and move along, right. get along, get along, get along. That you you do after a couple of days figure, oh, did I even take time to really thank God t- right. today? There's a lot of people that don't even take that moment to think that. Right, and, including me on many days. Right, right. You know, right. We we have to, but there, and we work for the church. Right, I mean, exactly. exactly. <laughs> right. And and so we have to. I think part of last night was really to remind everybody, you know, to hey, you know, live your life as thank you, and you know, live your life as a thank you to God, and that's the first gift of stewardship. Right, that's first gift. You were given life, and you're to live and, your life as a thank and you. And you are God. giving life right now. Yes, and. And you're giving life, and I told him, I said, and you've been given blessings, and those children that you've received from God are not yours, yep. they're his, and right. you have to figure out what to do with them. Right. And in this faith formation process, and what you're doing is to share them in a life of prayer, a life of, and we talk about what kind of prayer, and, and the liturgical year, and what the, how that's a gift. And I even talked to him, and I said, you know, how many of you even go to church every Sunday? Right. You know, are you doing that? I was right. an amazing thing when I was working with some young people, and, and, uh, now they didn't get to church every Sunday, and we talked about how is that? I don't understand it. it. It's not within my psyche. I grew up, you know, as a parent that my father told me you did it, right? And I did it out of Catholic guilt for a long time, <laughs> and and I remember coming to that process of understanding that it's out of gratitude mm-hmm. and humility, because um, God is doing a great thing for us there, right? And giving us a great gift every day. And if I can't even make it every Sunday, what's going on? Right. And that's life lived as a prayer. Right. And so. Okay. So all this though, but when it comes down to it, Kevin, this is just all nice wrapping paper for what it's really about, which is money. Right. I mean, everything you've been saying, (laughs) this is just all sort of like to fool us and trick us because in the end it's about money. Right. You know, in the end it's about 
all of our gifts. <laughs> it's it's about resources. You know what has happened is it's uh, but, been hijacked. Stewardship has been right. hijacked by that money theme. So talk about that. So, this is not yeah, obviously this is not just about it, money, but it is, it's been it's, it's hijacked it's, as you said. It 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 is not. It's. You know, it's easier to, easier for most people to talk about their sex lives than their financial lives. Right. And and I find it interesting because immediately they'll focus on time. You know, in the parish life, they've taken the stewardship. When I talk about the stewardship of disciples' response, it's a very nice, beautiful theological uh, thesis. And mm-hmm. it throws out stewardship out there mm-hmm. and throws out what we do with our time, what we do with our gifts that we've been given and understand that our financial gifts is what we earn every day is a gift from God too. Right. And how do we respond in all those ways right. in gratitude? Um, you know, if you look at the Old Testament, if you look at even, I'm, I'm rereading one of my favorite books that you were giving me a bad time about the other day, The Return of the Prodigal oh, Son. Yeah. The Prodigal Son. By? And, by Henry Nouwen. Nouwen, right. And, and, the prodigal son in that story is what does he ask his father to give him half of what all he is basically he wants his inheritance before his father is dead before he's dead yeah you're dead to me is what he's saying give it to me right and it was very arrogant it's a great stewardship story about what is gift and what is acceptance and what is embrace and how do we how do we use those gifts uh it is everything it is financial too if we don't the money is power Money is, you know, money, greed is good. Greed you know, is, is where I was going. Gordon Gekko. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean it, is, it is controlling, so it controls our world. If we don't properly embrace it as a gift from God too, how can we ever really, really understand where our faith is in our lives? And then the thing that I think about in that regard is um, if, if God is God, if God is the Lord of the universe and the Lord of my life and all of my life, why by carving out this part of my life over which he is not the sovereign? Yeah. Saying that, okay, God, you can run my prayer time, da, 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 but the money's mine. Yeah, I earned it. You did it. It, I earned it. But you know, in, in our American society, we're we're turning that, we're carving that out, and we're starting to carve out our little time. We are. I, I mean, I think there's a book you and I are reading. I thought that was a very interesting comment uh, Cardinal George mm-hmm. uh, made. Is that even our public holidays are now our holidays? Right. They're not public. They're not holidays. public holidays. And and it's just the same as we're doing with money. We're doing with our private time. What happened to the time that we came and celebrated? Um, Memorial Day as a right. community. Right. When's the last time you went to a Memorial Day service? I, 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 that's a great point. Uh, I, and I think there's a, I mean, despite my earlier comment of joke about Kevin's, there's a, there's about 10 years between us. And I think it's a yeah. big 10 years because I'll tell you what, I don't, maybe, maybe when I was like in second, third, fourth grade, I went to a Memorial Day service, maybe. Mm-hmm. But that's been over 20 years. That's been 25, 30 years ago since right. I've been to Memorial Day And service. that's a public celebration. A public, right of those who have gone before us, who've died, and it's a public celebration for a military, but it's also for your family members. It's, it's a communal, right. not just your parish, but it's your communal um, time to come together and to celebrate that gift. And there used to be parades. You know, you used to, mm-hmm. you can look into, and we as a society 
are retreating to ourself and right. technology lets us do that right you know um it give, and it gives the illusion of community oh yes you know facebook and everything right. like that last night i had three people come up to me and says okay i'm friending you i said okay <laughs> so um it's a, it's a very it, there's this idea of community but at the same time it's very individualized right and very um specific right to my desires and it's it's a societal thing that i don't know it just begets us to to remind ourselves that stewardship is a call in in for me is is a call of responding outwardly mm-hmm. to the community mm-hmm. with you know with an increase to the Lord. And when I, I love that last part of the bishop's statement is and return with increase to the Lord, um, because it's it makes it tells you you have to take action mm-hmm. to increase. You know, there's not a moving object. It, had, it has to have action to increase. So, <laughs> so get out there right. and do something. So I'm reminded as you say increase to the Lord. I'm reminded of the parable of the the talents. I mean, is mm-hmm. that that. that I presume that that fits in here. It, 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 it does fit in there. It does. It well, you know, you look at the talents. You you look at um, uh, uh, a lot of uh, Old Testament on just dealing with wealth and, and being good stewards right. of of what you have. It all fits together. Um, An understanding that it's it's all been a gift. Right. Uh, the, the parable of the talents is is how well you manage those gifts. Right. You know, one invests them and, and returns them, and right. then the one who buried them is the one who's who's chastised. Right. And and thrown. But you know, you'll find another parable that you know that uh, that one is is gifted for his creativity in cutting the debts of other right. people. Right. You know, which he doesn't make in as much money, but he's been smart with the money. He's been right. smart in being able to 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 take care of the, the situation at hand. And so, you know, good stewardship isn't just increasing the volume of your wealth. Mm-hmm. It's being a good steward of those gifts in the sense that you've been responsible and you've taken action. And you just haven't sat back and just watch everything just fall apart. You know, I'm reminded here. It, it probably one, one another way to go about this talk, this conversation is just look at the word. I mean, what what is a steward? It's, we're talking about stewardship. What is a steward? Now, it's a, a steward is a caretaker. Right. They're not the owner. No, they're not the owner. They 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 have no. You know, they they understand that what they have received. They take care of, and you know that's kind of odd because you know God has at least given us life. We right. own that, right? <laughs> I mean, so in, in a, a sense. sense, yeah. I know. You know yeah, you, your your eyes did that. I'm going, yeah. You know, I hear what you're saying already. <laughs> I said, um, but and it's it's what we really, in a, in a sense, that's the only thing we really have been given to take care of. Yeah, yeah. And besides, but, but, children we, but even and, that, and, and, we. That, uh, you know, we have limited, we, we can't do anything we want with our life either. No, that's true. So anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, boy, we get really, yeah, no, we can go really deep. <laughs> I'm saying sorry. What? I, I even forgot where I was going. Uh, so, Stuart, I said, Stuart. This isn't scripted, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it better this way, as I told you. Um, so, but a steward some, uh, is a caretaker. Um, mm-hmm. So the, you were talking about the reality that... Apart from our life, perhaps mm-hmm. you were not given anything. Well, it's it's we're, we're well we're gifted, right? I mean, I see. I guess we almost got we got to split those hairs of what is given and what is owned, right? You know, I you know I've been given this. I don't really own it, right? 
and and uh, given it to, and given it, it to you, care for it yeah uh, given it care for life has been given to you to care for it. you don't own it you can't do anything about it we're gonna die right you know is right. um wealth will come and go yep. um you know all this is is just taking care of to be a responsible community person to the community and i really think that's ultimately is, is understanding the gift is part of the community and you must do so if you've been given great gifts financially gifts of talent gifts of whatever it is part of the community it right. is not part for you to hoard right. it's part to express uh, so it comes down to it all comes down to it'll come down to the brass tacks of of what you're doing with your time talent and treasure and you talk about action so it, god has given us these gifts to care for them and for us to use them for the the common good exactly and and we look at the common good you know as how are we helping our church community do its mission? Right. Uh, how are we? How are we reaching out to the poor? How are we educating our young? Um, how are we uh, um, those who are sick and need a support? Well, I need to share my time, and I need to share my talent. I need to share my treasure. I need to. Sh- I need to financially step forward and say this person has how many dollars worth of uh, chemotherapy sure. debt. Yep. Um, my neighbor passes away at 43 years old, you know, dies of a heart attack. How am I being present to my neighbor? Right. That's stewardship. That's stewardship. Right. Being, not saying a word to him, but hugging him when he's crying. You know, when the husband is crying without his wife, hugging him and holding on to him and saying, I'm here for you. Right. You know, that's stewardship of presence. Making food for them, giving them the dinner is is not just that's financial too um i don't have a lot of money to give but i have to look at what i have and offer it it's it's my call as a as a steward of my faith as a disciple of christ to share with the community and doesn't acts share that say that so much with us right right and how are we responding to that how are we reaching out and how are we sharing are they, you know and and people immediately go 10%, you know, you have to share 10%, you know, in the financial side of it, automatically they're carving out, okay, I only have to share that much, you know, Christ didn't say that Christ said, give it all. Right. And so, right. so I find it, the old Testament says 10%, the 10% tithe, it was all based on a formulas and, and, and how every 10 years we celebrate the Jubilee and forgive debts. There's a whole area of right. conversation yeah. just with the, yeah. the, Jubilee the, year. the debt and, and how sinful debt is. And how it was viewed mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, and and how we deal with debt today. Right. You know, it's a burden to me. Right. And I work forward, and we go forward, and trying to deal with that. But I understand that I understand how debt is is can be termed as sinful and a slavery. Sure. And and how every ten years we we forgave that, then we shared ten percent. Um. So it's it's it always comes down to that because I really think most throughout all the centuries. 4,000 years, <laughs> you know, we hold money the dearest because it's the most powerful. Right. And to approach that and to challenge that um, is always going to be a tender area for many people. And I th- really, really believe that's why it gets such a focus. Okay, you know, like you said, okay, let's talk about money. Right. Because you're going to talk about money, right? Right. Yeah, I am. Where is money in your life? How is it holding on to you? How is it controlling you? Right. Do you change your habits of your day? I mean, is okay. 
Are you an alcoholic? <laughs> Does alcohol control you? Does what? Does money control you? Does your being having that power and having that influence control who you are? Time to go to prayer. Yep. Time to figure things out where you're going, which direction you're going. So that's so, where Stuart. So speaking of direction, this is to me going sort of into the, the just the, the last point in the last couple of minutes. Um, we talked at the beginning how it, it, this relates to stewardship relates closely to evangelization. So from your perspective, as the director of stewardship, uh, where do you see the tie-in between stewardship and evangelization? Well, it is right there. It is in that response. Stewardship really is the the discovery of the giftedness of our lives. And after the discovery, we're called to move out. Right. And that's evangelization. Right. So sharing, you know, I, I use often the, uh, the the quote that's attributed to St. Francis of Assisi, I've, I spread the gospel at all times, evangelize at all times when necessary, use words. Yep. So we're always supposed to be evangelized, yeah. spread the gospel. And many of the things you were enumerating just a few moments ago um, about that, that action and how, you know, you with your neighbor mm-hmm. who, whose wife has passed away and so on, um, is evangelization. It is. It is. You know, I told my daughter one time, my, my daughter was sharing with a group of people um, I, I, of this person that she met and, and how they were having this faith conversation and everything like that. And I told my daughter years ago, and it was so cute because she, she repeated it to these people. I said, uh, live your faith so well that people question you and ask you about yep. it. And she repeated that. The people said, how did you get in the conversation with these people in the first place? She goes, well, dad always said, live my faith. Oh, people wonder what I'm doing. Right, <laughs> and, right. so, and and that's what we're called to do. That's how the faith spreads. Yes. I mean, you know, intellectual arguments and so on. I mean, it, has, it has a place and it has some utility. But when it comes down to it, it spreads because... Of, of, of people living their faith out in an attractive way where it mm. makes other people wonder and ask. Exactly. exactly. And, and even those arguments and everything like that, if I know that at the end of my argument, I can at least be at peace with that person and we can smile and, right. and hug and smile, shake hands or whatever, I know that I'm walking away as a winner in any kind of situation because I have not, I still love everyone as a gift from God. They are they are a gift. They'll challenge me or whatever. Right. They are all gifts. They're right. Absolutely. And that's why that's that's what the hard thing right now is to teach my kids is not the not to hold resentment towards in situations when there's anger and, sure. and everything like that. Is that hey, there's still a gift. You know, I still we still have issues with our family. Sure. You know, we still have issues within our community. We run into people that we want to knock our head against the wall with over. Um, you still love them. Right. You still have to participate in them. And that's called, that's evangelization. Right. Flow so, it. It's out of. Yeah, exactly. And, and we've talked about that before. So any <laughs> final thoughts? <clears throat> no, my final thoughts is how in the future all this works. You know, we were talking about stewardship at the diocese and how we're going to approach it in a diocese. And we're going to be talking to Bishop about that. And uh, I'm, I'm fascinated with how we need to approach the churches within our diocese, mm-hmm. especially going through the pains of of uh, pastoral planning where some are being closed and they're combining to other parishes. Some masses, right. <clears throat> and how stewardship works as a part of that. Stewardship and evangelization needs to work through those. And um, I'm excited about the future of our conversations, impromptu or planned, right. And, right. And, and how they move forward within our diocesan church.
Absolutely. So those are my last ones. Did we go a half hour? Uh, just about. Oh, you my know, Lord. You go on and on and on. You well, know, you know. It's easy for you to talk. So. You always keep me on edge, though. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. that's been uh, this week for Prayer Room Companion. Kevin, thank you for being thank here. Thank you very this much for fun. Maybe me. we'll try this again sometime. Without a script. Without a script, as we did this time, as you probably can tell. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Kevin. And thanks for listening. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email anytime. C. Bergwald, C-B-U-R-G-W-A-L-D at sfcatholic.org. Thanks and God bless.